Welcome to RSVP Radio with Brooke podcast, where we keep it real. It's sustainable. Being a mom, a professional, a good human, staying fit, it's a lifestyle and has to be sustainable. Valuable. If it's not going to add some value to your day, you won't find it here. Personal growth, health and wellness, building a community, it's a one-stop shop, y'all. And of course, parties. I'm a certified meeting professional, or CMP, and have planned major events for 10 plus years, but people basically think I plan parties all day, so we'll go with that. I'll tell you how your parties will be the very best of them all. So this isn't a regular podcast, it's an event. You can attend whenever and wherever you have the time. I fully expect you to have a beverage in hand while you're listening, because events always have drinks, coffee, tea, water, gotta stay hydrated, people. Or if you've somehow gotten through the workday, you've worked out, fed the dog, made dinner, gave the kids a bath, read them a bedtime story, said their prayers, and got said kids to finally snooze, then you should have wine in your hand. So listen in and enjoy the event. All right, welcome to another episode of RSVP Radio with Brooke Podcast. Uh, Today, we are chatting with Sarah Freeman, all things, wait for it, Disney. (laughs) Uh, Sarah, how are you tonight? I am good. I'm sitting outside. It's a beautiful night. Oh, good. I'm so, and you're in Indiana as well, so um, you can, we can now say that summer is like slowly creeping around the corner, right? Yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh my gosh. This cold weather and dreariness has made this whole quarantine even worse. So I'm so thankful that warmer days are upon us. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about you, your family, and kind of how you got on into this whole Disney gig. Okay. Um, so I have been married to my husband, Brennan, for nine years. We have three kids. Um, two boys, ages seven and six, and then a little girl who is two. And super cute. Uh, (laughs) They all are, but. (laughs) I love little girls. I know you're partial. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So we really enjoy traveling. It's something that we like to do um, both as a family and as a couple. It's something that we just really like to do. And uh, we have always loved going to Disney, and we grew up going to Disney with our families. It's just something we've done um, through the years, and then when we started having kids, it was something that we like to do even more because it's so family-friendly, it's clean, it's easy to navigate with children. Um, I feel like it's the only place that you don't get weird looks when you bring kids to dinner. <laughs> yes, that's so true. Yeah, so I, um, I have been doing this for almost five years. Um, and it just kind of started when um, people would come to me asking for advice and I would help them plan their trips. And then um, actually my sister-in-law said, you know, you can get paid to do this. And <laughs> I did not know that. And um, it just took off from there. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know, I'm a Disney aficionado myself and I, but I have never like looked down this rabbit hole because I just, I know that I would be hooked as well. Um, But I know when we were, you know, planning our trip and you know, that we had to push back a little bit. We're actually supposed to be there, you know, right now when this podcast is airing and that was uh, was a little sad, but um, I immediately thought of you because I'm like, I, I know a lot about Disney, but I'm more from like just the, um, like I just know a lot about it in general rather than like the logistics of where can you, how can you get the best deal? When's the best time to do what section, like all those ins and outs. And I thought Sarah can tell me exactly what I need to do because I, I, did, I felt really overwhelmed by it. And I thought like my 
love for Disney was going to get in the way of me planning a good vacation for us to enjoy. Um, so you probably have clients come to you a lot with kind of the same thought process I would imagine, right? Yes. And honestly, like it means more to me than, you know, when people that actually know Disney come to me as well, because I mean, I take great pride in planning vacations and I know that it's a big deal to you. And I like that you guys like kind of put your trust in me to help alongside of you. Um, and I think that I've learned that over the years too, that there's like a bunch of different ways to plan vacations and you know what you're doing and you know what you want on to your vacation. And so I have clients where they just kind of need like a little bit of guidance, a little bit of, yes, that's a good idea. No, that's not a good idea. Um, and then the other half of my clients kind of just say, this is my money and go plan my entire trip. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, got to be kind of fun. It is, yeah, it's definitely like both ends, but I love when I have people like you that I know. And it's probably traveled pretty quickly, like as your business started, um, just by like what you were saying, you know, your sister-in-law saying you could make money out of this. A lot of word of mouth referrals is pretty much how you, you probably build that book of business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I book hundreds of vacations every year. And my favorite part is that it's all off of referrals. Um, I love that. I love doing it for people that either I know, or I know that someone else knows. I just love like seeing the personal success of vacations and like knowing that my friends' kids are having a fun time and that I can actually like hear from them when they get home. And I just love seeing families have successful vacations. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, so before we get into, because I'm sure everybody that's listening to this is thinking, okay, this is all well and good. What does this look like now? Um, but before we get into that, explain to our listeners what it kind of looks like when they um, would go through you or a Disney travel consultant, what the process of designing that vacation looks like. And I know, I know you talked a little bit about depends on how familiar I think the client is with what they're wanting, but how do you typically walk the, the generic client through that process? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, a lot of it has to come, um, with when they come to me, if they come to me well in advance, um, then I kind of do the whole spiel. I'll do, um, the dining at six months. I wake up at 180 days, um, 6am. I book their dining. I walk them through all, every single restaurant at Disney world, every single character meal. And we have been to 99% of them to have that personal experience at, which I also think bodes really well with my clients. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do the hotels. We talk about all the resorts and the same thing. We have personal experience at almost all of them. And I just love being able to tell like a specific family with teenagers, like what their 13 year old is going to like about a hotel and not like, or, um, you know, what their two-year-old is going to like or not like. I feel like I have a lot of knowledge in bringing little kids to Disney World. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, and there are people that like just want to know that. I mean, like you, like you're taking a two, you know, a two-year-old to Disney World and it's on, you know, it's different territory mm -hmm. uh, than going without kids. And so, you know, I give them, um, you know, a couple different hotels in each price range. We, pick which one's best for them based on their price. Um, we do their dining. I talk about like which park they want to go to first, which one they want to finish their trip with. Um, anything special their kids want to do. I book all of those little fun, magical things for them. Um, I also love like depending on the kids ages, telling them like little things that they'll like to do, like the hiding Mickey uh, 
scavenger hunts or the kids getting pirate face paint or things like that. I love knowing like what your kids' favorite things to do are and then giving them um, like the, the things that would most excite them, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then, you know, I, as the planning goes, I check in on you guys. I let you guys know about payments. I let you guys know about any promotions, um, which is something that travel agents typically get. Um, sorry, we have new puppies. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, don't even worry about it. <laughs> so we, um, we usually get wind of the promotions before they come out. And so I can be online that morning and be ready to um, apply them to every single package that it can apply to. And then I get to send the glorious message that morning to say like, I've saved you $300. Yeah. So good. (laughs) Yeah. And that always makes people happy. Um, and then as we go along, I book your fast passes for you at seven o'clock in the morning. And, um, you know, that's totally up to you guys too. I let you plan as much as that, as much of that as you want, or I will tell you exactly what rides you want to get your fast passes for. Um, and then right before you guys travel, I usually type up, um, a seven to eight page itinerary and it just has every single plan you can think of, um, all the tips and tricks, like our family's favorite place to sit for the parades and the fireworks. And I just love having that personal touch on the end of the vacation. too. Yeah, I, yes, this was all so good. And I, I think, um, a couple of things that I want to point out to people, you know, just from our personal experience with you is, I mean, yes, like I said, I had a, a, I have a Disney knowledge coming to the table, but still there were things that I was like, I, you know, you kind of said, well, I don't really know if that's, that'll be good. And in the end, it was probably the right call for, you know, for instance, like, our big thing, like you were saying with a two-year-old having to go pick which resort, right? We really wanted the Animal Kingdom Lodge and mm-hmm. we went through these other options. But our problem is, is that our child cannot sleep in the same room as us. She yes. cannot do it. Um, but you were so knowledgeable in knowing um, like, okay, this type of room at this location has a partitioned wall. You could put a pack and play on the part in the partition, or you can use the bathroom. We've done that before because you're able to, it's separate and she would actually have a separate space instead of paying more for an upgraded room. Um, so knowing those ins and outs from the hotel side, I feel like is super beneficial because I, I would have never thought of that. I, I don't have the time to think through those things. Um, and time is money, right? Um, so, so I ha- having that background knowledge was just super, super helpful on, on our end from a planning standpoint. Um, and then the same way with the fast passes, again, I think they're pretty cut and dry if you know, you know, your rides well enough, yeah. but like I, for her age range, I didn't know what can she actually do. And you are more knowledgeable on knowing which ones are going to be a heavier ticket item or have more of a line that a two-year-old's not going to want to stand in. So knowing, like you said, what each kid is um, interested in, what the goals of the whole vacation are, I think um, are just things that you can really tailor specifically to each family. Oh, thank you. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I really, it's been a really good um, part of the process for me because I'm like, whew, I can't think through all that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, okay, so as I alluded to, let's talk a little bit about all that you kind of know where we stand right now with, with COVID-19. So um, as this podcast is being recorded and it's going to air, you know, the same week, the first week of June, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, our family was supposed to be there right now. I think right now we're supposed to be having dinner um, and watching Fantasmic, if I'm not mistaken. I can't Um, remember exactly. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah. But, um, you know, we moved it down the line. We moved it to August. And then, you know, I think it was last week, end of last week, they came out and said that a couple of the parks are opening, I think, what, July 11th. And then, um, and the other two on a, on a later date, but, um, tell us kind of where you, where we are right now, what the lay of the land is as far as, as you all know, and what kind of the public knows. Cause there's, I know that I've messaged you a couple times and said, is this true? Is this really a thing? And you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. There's so much junk out there. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that was honestly like one of the first things I was going to say. I know that we all love Facebook. I love Facebook. Um, I think it's a great way to connect, but all of the articles on there, I mean, 90% of them, especially during this time have not been true. And I think we know that the media controls a lot right now, obviously. Um, and yeah, I mean, there have been so many rumors about Disney world and a lot of them have not ended up being true. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think a lot of the stuff you just kind of have to take with a grain of salt and kind of step back until it's actually from a Disney source, um, which even I've had to tell myself sometimes with all of this, but, um, I think if you do use someone like a Disney travel consultant too, like, you know, that you're going to get, like, it's not going to be rumors. Like that's something I would not want to do is like scare people with like oh my gosh I heard it's going to be closed until 2021 which was a huge rumor right (laughs) and I you know I would hate to pass that on to someone when I know that isn't something that's logical um so as far as what we know um right now for the public um yeah it'll be opening on July 11th the other two parks are opening on July 15th um there are um, going to be a few experiences that are limited. Um, there will be, and again, when I say limited, we don't know how long that means. Sure. Um, so that's something we're really interested in. Like, you know, is it going to be through the end of the year? Is it going to be for like three weeks? And so they realize that there's a way, you know, to space people for parades and things like that. Um, so, you know, they've said no parades. They've said no um, large nighttime shows for right now. Um, and also another another thing that people are seeing online is that there's no dining plans. And a lot of my clients have kind of freaked out saying like, oh my gosh, there's no food, there's no dining. Like, what are we supposed to do? Um, and that's totally not the case. From my knowledge, they're just not totally positive that everyone's going to get their money's worth from the dining plan. So <laughs> they've scratched the idea of that and the cost. And then from there, we're going into doing things um, like the rebooking. So all of the restaurants um, will be open to rebook. I don't know, like if you've noticed, but like everyone that has a trip planned for this fall, their their reservations have all been canceled, but they will, they just did that to keep it fair. Like they, they sure. said, like choose 50% of the people. So um, the new thing is going to be once the park opens um, 60 days out. So like, for instance, your trip is already 60 days out, but it has to wait until the park opens. Um, we will be able to rebook dining. We'll be able to rebook things like that. They are not going to do fast passes, um, but they're doing um, new virtual queues, which they are touting as being bigger and better. So I have to. I believe them. them. I believe yes, them. I know, and you know, I know people say this because I work for them, but it really is like the cleanest place. They are on top of everything. It's why they do so well. It's why people keep coming back and. I just have to believe that if they're opening, it's going to be worth it. Sure. Um, and something else like that's been a big rumor. I actually have um, a webinar tomorrow where I will find out even more answers. So I'm bummed that I don't have more answers for you guys right now. But something else that we keep saying are like no character meet and greets, which I know is a huge bummer. 
Um, but the care, what they're not saying in those headlines are that the characters are going to be walking all around the park. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there still might be sightings. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's great for little kids to be able to see Minnie Mouse and wave and in this corner and see Pooh Bear and wave. And so it's definitely going to be magical. Yeah, I we I mean that's the first thought that we had, especially with the character piece being that you know my little one is two. That's part of the magic, right? Seeing her light up when she sees one of her favorite characters. But I had the same thought, even if we aren't, you know, I'm not mad that I'm not going to maybe have to stand in a line to see Minnie and Mickey. <laughs> um, um, but you know, just even for her to be able to see them from a distance. Heck, she saw Mickey Mouse come out at Disney on Ice and lost her mind. So um, even at a distance, I feel like it's it's sort of the same effect. So and like you said, you they don't you don't you we don't necessarily know how long some of these things will go on until they they have to at least try to get moving, um, yeah. just like everybody else, and then tweak things as they go along. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super, we'll have to chat offline once you have your webinar to see what's going on. Yeah. I, mean, I know we will, but, um, and, and it's been spot on as far as like when that information came out and with what you've told me, what exactly you just said here, then I got, it, it, you said, you know, you'll probably be getting an email from Disney that explains this a little bit more. And it wasn't maybe even a day and a half later. And I got literally the exact same email from them from my Disney experience saying this is what's going on. This is how we're keeping you up to date. I mean, it's Disney. They're not going to let people down. Um, it's just, it's just not possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, it's so, I, it's so timely because I just finished in quarantine. I read, um, Robert Iger's book. Um, oh, yes. it was, it was really eye opening to see how much that man has been through. Um, and then Michael Eisner before him as the CEO of Disney. And, um, I felt like I had a really good background to know that, he has dealt with so many crises as a CEO um, that this one's not gonna not gonna ruin him. He'll he'll figure this yeah. one out too. Um, right. So I think we can all have confidence in that. Like you said, that they're okay. gonna figure it out. Absolutely. Um, so kind of going back a little bit, what are, can you give us some of your like best kept secrets that you've kind of encountered along the, along the years when planning these trips to Disney for folks and for yourself? Oh, gosh, I'm gonna pull up one of my itineraries just to oh, see some of my some of my favorite things. Um, I think some of our favorite ones, like some of our favorite memories, are gonna be um, like pre-park breakfast. That's something my family has always enjoyed doing. Um, you know, that is when you can, um, if the park opens at 9 a.m., we'll get the 8 a.m. breakfast, and uh, that means that we get to come into the park an hour before anyone else does and we'll take pictures uh you know in front of the castle and no one is in our pictures it's just such a fun time especially when your kids are little like you know they're going to be up early anyway yeah <laughs> might as well get up and get moving absolutely so that's something that we really like to do as a family and then you're in the park that's really fun um i really like I, I know it can be kind of crazy sometimes, but I really like the app. I think that I always tell my clients to download the Disney experience. And when they're in bed at night before their trip, you know, play with it, get used to it. Um, kind of figure out what you're doing with that. Um, I really like telling all of my clients about like the hidden little play areas and all of the parts. I just think they're, and those are, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it's fine. New puppy. I get it. So those are going to look different right now, but like I think it's really important to find areas in these parts that your kids blow off steam sometimes. Um, your kids are going to be so overwhelmingly excited, but also so overwhelmingly exhausted that yeah. 
have to give them grace. And sometimes like you want to throw a fit too. So just find an area, buy them the $6 slushie they didn't want and just hang out for a little bit. And it really does change their attitudes. Um, what else do I like? Um, best kept secret. I feel like these are like my tips and tricks and not for actually planning, but no, but this is great though for thing people to at least have on their radar for, you know, when they're planning that next trip or if they're already in the process of planning, like, Oh, I want to make sure I do that. We really like the memory maker. And again, I know that might look a little bit different right now, but, um, on a regular basis, you know, there are people taking your photos and you're able to get all of those pictures for one price. I think that's really cool. Um, I think knowing what, um, you guys want ahead of time that day to eat kind of helps your day too, especially when you have little kids. A lot of times we actually bring in, you guys um, can bring in like as much food as you want. You can bring in coolers. I think that's something not a lot of people know mm-hmm. and they want your money or something. So you can bring in like your breakfast, lunch, and dinner if you want. And I love telling clients that. And sometimes we do that for just our kids. Like we'll bring in their Uncrustables and their pretzels and things like that. And then Brennan and I will buy a nice lunch. <laughs> yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. yeah but I'm like, I'm not going to buy you an Uncrustable when you want an Uncrustable. So right. We really enjoy doing that. Um, child swap is a big one that I like to tell my clients about how, you know, if you do have those little kids, you can still enjoy the big kid rides. Um, sometimes even twice if you kind of do stuff like that. Um, I really enjoy helping clients plan this stuff. I know I kind of touched on that earlier, but um, I obviously have older boys. And so boys aren't exactly what you think of when you think of like the whole Disney princess experience. So mm-hmm. I, love, I love spoiling like the boys and the girls too, just for like their specific likes. Like if they like Star Wars, I love telling them exactly how to sign up for the Jedi training so they can fight with the lightsabers against Darth Vader or, um, you know, they can take like a Captain Hook cruise at night and learn how to be Peter Pan. Like I just love finding out what their kids do. And I also, I I keep saying kids, but I plan plenty of like adult trips too. And yeah. I love going without our kids. So um, it's definitely not just for kids. <laughs> yeah, I um, I feel like I've clearly been more in like my adult years than I did in my <laughs> kid years. Um, I, I don't know why that happened that way. But um, yeah, I think those are all really, really great tips. And like I said, they may just be things that people are like, oh, I want to remember that for, you know, as I'm planning mine now or like planning it in the future, or at least like, what does that look like now that everything is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, But I think too, what you said about like giving your kids grace and you grace, like, you know, my child thrives off a routine. I mean, she's her mother's daughter. I can't fault her, but sometimes it's hard when you're, you're not on routine on purpose, um, you're on vacation and like, you know, nap's going to be thrown off or, you know, you know, something else is going to go awry. Like if you need a minute, find a space to be able to take your adult tantrum or your toddler tantrum. Um, I I think that's a really, a really sound piece of advice. And, you know, we tried to build in and who knows if this is going to end up working out the way that we planned it, but we like built in some pool time at the resort as well. So that if she needed a nap, we could take her upstairs to nap and 
not feel like we were missing out on the park. And plus, like, we didn't know how long she, she was actually going to last in the park itself anyway. Um, so we were trying to maximize our time. So I think that's something that, you know, people could probably think about and think through as they're like mapping out their, their days too, um, and yeah. working with a consultant. Yeah. And something else that, that what you just said kind of reminded me of is uh, we very rarely go to Disney World without a set of grandparents. And yeah. I think that is a, if that is an option for you, I think it's something that is a great way. It's great to extend to your family if you're close to your family, because it not only gives them the pleasure of seeing their grandkids at Disney World, which is a huge deal of them, but it gives you so many extra hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and for like situations like you're talking about, like, you know, if you have had a long day with your toddler, albeit like the best day ever, like if my husband and I can walk down to get a Coke in the middle of the day by ourselves while, you know, grandma's napping with the little one, it does a lot. (laughs) So I pride you for taking grandparents. It will definitely pay off. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the goal still with us. We're hoping that that still can, can pan out how it should with everything going on. But yeah, that we were looking forward to those moments ourselves. Um, Okay. So kind of switching gears a little bit, but you've got three kiddos and like many of our listeners, you're a super busy mom. We're literally talking on the heels of your boys having baseball practice for the first time ever um, tonight and fitting it in. So how do you balance what you do um, with, you know, being a mom and, and a wife and all those things? Gosh, I wish I had a better answer for this. I work well under pressure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't we all? Oh, I know. So I, um, well, I mean, this year has thrown everyone because our kids are just at home all the time. Um, but a lot of my work is done in the morning. Like I said, a lot of my bookings are done um, at six o'clock in the morning. So I have to be up around 545 on those days, which happen um, a few times a week. So I can get my, my important work done um, in the morning before my kids wake up. Um, what really it's hard with this job is that it, um, it doesn't have set hours. Um, and when people want information, they kind of want it then. Right. So my family has been great. Like they know if I'm on the phone with a client or they can hear the Disney background music, I'm on the phone with work. Um, they know it's going to happen. It's going to happen on Christmas Eve because I like, I just want to make sure that my clients are happy and that they know, you know, the answers to their questions. If, something like free dining comes out, it drops online at two in the morning and I'm up all night. And it's just something like, I just love my job. And so that's something that I have committed to. And my husband has been great with that as well. I mean, he's a hundred hours more per week than I do, but he's so good about, you know, doing this because it provides for our family and it gives our family the fun experiences too. And I mean, it's worked for four years, so almost five years now. So yeah the priority for us and sometimes my kids they do constantly ask if they hear me on the phone is that a vacation for us I'm like no it's not your vacation but oh that's funny <laughs> that takes some hard times for them but. well I mean they have something to look forward to though because they yes. know that because you're on the phone eventually <laughs> yes they get the payoff eventually they are very blessed little kids <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, I mean, and I know that, you know, the whole working from home or, or working from home with kids and the work-life balance is a unicorn. It doesn't exist. And oh um, especially, you know, especially right now. 
because mm-hmm. everything is so like at everybody's fingertips, plus everyone's at home and depending on the situation has a little bit more time on their hands in a weird way. Um, yeah. so they want information more readily, but, um, I'm sure your clients appreciate. And I mean, I know I do like you being able to, to get on at those hours and, um, get those things done, but you know, getting up ahead of kids is something that I talk about all the time. And, um, that, even though it's hard some mornings, man, it's hard, yeah. but, but it's so worth it. Cause when you don't, man, it's, you just feel like you're up against the eight ball all day. It really does. It really does. And it just, I feel like then I'm just not my best for anybody. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm sure that is super helpful to get those things done and out of the way and, um, be able to have that little bit of a balance if, if that, if that exists. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay. Are there any other like good nuggets that we didn't cover that you want to leave, um, listeners with and, um, let us know like where we can find you and how, how folks can, can work with you and, and get with you on planning the next vacation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I mean, I, it's just such a hard conversation right now. Cause I know it's different with Disney being closed, um, as of right now for a few more weeks, but I, you know, next year is the 50th anniversary and there are many, many new rides opening, many experiences opening. They're offering lots of discounts for this fall. And it's just such a good time to travel and looking forward to this 50th anniversary year. And we can book as far out as next year. So we can book 2021. And um, I feel like a lot of the things I talked about were my favorite parts of Disney um, of the past. And I know there's a Disney of the future that's coming. And like I said earlier, like it's, I know they're not going to let us so yeah definitely reach out to me and I know like you've said I try to do a really good job of keeping you guys updated so if you have questions about what Disney's gonna look like um I obviously will answer those for anyone um I um I actually work best I feel old-fashioned I work best through email my email is mrsfreeman3230 at yahoo.com um and then I do have a Facebook page it's Disney Vacations by Sarah Freeman um, and so you can find me on there for messages as well. Um, and I would love to help you and your family plan a Disney vacation. Yeah. Well, I can't recommend her enough. So you better, better contact her while you can, because she's going to get busy. Everybody's going to be pushing over into the fall in 2021. Cause we're itching to get out of, we're itching to get out of wherever we are. <laughs> oh girl, I guess. Uh, I've seen so many people on like vacation just in Florida in general or finally like getting to take those trips or like even like I saw some people going to Asheville and I thought man all sounds so good (laughs) Uh, all right girl well thank you so much and um I know that the listeners are gonna enjoy this one of course bye 